Hi, this is Daniel Erickson. And this is Christian Pfeiffer. And we're this is the Cantos Podcast. We are broadcasting from Jackson High School. Uh, the Cantos Podcast discusses various academic, social, and cultural topics that are relevant to us as high school students. Today we're going to be discussing technology usage for education and the lack thereof. Yeah, so in our school, we've been making the transition from computer labs in the Windows operating environment to Chromebooks and using Google's cloud-based services like Google Docs, etc. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think this is really cool because I remember, it, it sounds dumb for like someone as young as me to say, back in my day, but... Back in my day, we had, like, one or two computer labs, like, at the tiny elementary school I went to. And, like, if, you're, if your class needed to use them for something, you had to go sign them out, and chances are somebody's using it, and you couldn't use it very often. And then each classroom would have, like, two computers that it had on its own. So you weren't really able to use technology. But then, all of a sudden, they started getting Chromebooks. And they're so cheap, they buy a whole classroom set of Chromebooks and just give them to each class. So all of a sudden you went from, oh, once a month we can maybe go to the computer lab to, oh, we have a computer for everybody and it's easier to use and it's arguably better. So I think it's really great, kind of our shift. Yeah, it's definitely nice having the cloud-based services because then you can just work on whatever you need to work on from anywhere in the world. Mm -hmm. The only thing is, is that like, with Google services, you are a bit limited. And what I've found, what I've seen, is that in businesses all around the country and even like government organizations and even colleges, vast majority of them still use Microsoft and they use Microsoft's new cloud-based services, which are a little bit more expensive, but they also do a bit more. Right. And I've noticed some compatibility issues there where you're trying to use one computer that won't work with another. And so sometimes there are issues. Um, but I think what you said about you can use it anywhere, that's a huge thing. I remember I um, when I got into middle school, one of the things that you needed, uh, quote unquote, for middle school was a thumb drive with at least one gigabyte on it. And at the time, I bought like an eight gigabyte that cost me like thirty dollars because it was just a lot more expensive back then. But I was like, oh man, I'm gonna have to figure out how to get all these from my house to the school and back. And then I think it was that same year they started using Chromebooks, so it didn't even matter. Um, but it's really nice. You don't have to do anything. You just sign in your email, and all of a sudden, all your stuff is there, um, which I think is huge. Right. And the thing is, is that with our school, we're starting to run into a problem where, so we have all these new Chromebooks, but in our technology classes and even in our science classes, we still have Windows desktops that are starting to become quite old. And they still, like half of them run Windows 7, half of them run Windows 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and a quite bit, old is a little bit of an understatement there. <laughs> they're very old. <laughs> yeah, and they're not, uh, and they weren't the most, reliable thing when the school would have first got them anyway. <laughs> so the thing is, is that, you know, the school could have considered just buying Windows laptops. Obviously, they'd be more expensive. But for instance, with the Microsoft Surface, uh, 
with the pen functionality. That'd be really great for students to be able to take mm -hmm. notes and then also uh, they can use the remote desktop functionality. Or if you want to go a bit above, above and beyond, I read about the Surface Hub, which is this device oh, that, yeah. uh, that a classroom can have. A lot of businesses are starting to have them now. And you can just go up to it, you know, say, okay, we have all these people in the class and the class has started and then people can just put their stuff up there and then uh, the teacher can make edits on it, etc. Mm -hmm. And so those are basically like giant touchscreen TVs on whiteboard easels, aren't they? They're, um, and they're designed, they're on yes. wheels so you can wheel them around and you can connect to them. Yeah. The only setback with them is the cost, obviously. Oh, yeah. They're like $5,000 or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, one thing that I'd like to say is I, I see some issues with getting more Chromebooks. Um, right now we have a, a ton of them, which is great, but we don't really have a way to service them. If like all the time, like half the Chromebooks in some of the older um, sets, half of them will be broken or like the key, the keys are missing from the keyboard or there's something wrong with the screen. And it seems like right now we don't have a way to fix them. Like there's no, I know at other schools, um, I know somebody at Western that works in their um, IT department. They constantly are getting computers that are broken, but they basically just fix them and then send them back. Um, but it seems like we don't have a system like that here. So if a Chromebook breaks, it just kind of stays broken and keeps getting worse. Like. Right. Yeah, there's sort of a unofficial, like, don't ask, don't tell about it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> For, if if uh, you don't admit it's broken, then it's not technically broken. It's just not great to use <laughs> right thank you for tuning into the cantos uh, we've been discussing some of the technology that's used in education and where the future of it is going um, we, and we also discussed some of the pros and cons of our current systems so thank you for listening